Hello and welcome to this last Electronic Ears Before Christmas Season's greetings to you um, We're going to start this week's show with a track by Robin I might mention this before, I think I did But my friend Justin Lewis, who is When His Births on Twitter Was recently, he's been doing some amazing work Just compiling lists of singles and things from over the years on Spotify Really worth seeking him out but he said that, you know, one of the things that he had to kind of refrain from was just p- putting too much stuff on by Robin, who does great, great electro pop. I'm uh, going to play a track for you now, uh, taken from her album called Robin. This is Be Mine. It's a good thing tears never show in the pouring rain.
Robin and B minor. I do like a song that has a voiceover in it. Uh, kind of got that brings a kind of classic kind of sixties Shangri La's feel to proceedings. I think so. Next week, anyway, will be my last show of the year, and I'll be looking at my favourite albums of the year, my best tracks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and certainly, a contender will be Amika with her album Dry. And this track I'm playing for you now is taken from that album, and it's called My Heart Bleeds Mer- Melody. <laughs> To the ocean Broken As my heart
Amika and My Heart Bleeds Melody, taken from her album Dry, which, regardless of where it scores in my end-of-year lists, I would certainly recommend to you. Now, one of the better things that happened to me this year was my discovery, finally, of Björk, who's an artist I've admired from afar for years, but never ever been able to get into her music or find an album that I really liked, and all the recommendations people gave me never seemed to work. And then The Guardian did one of their top 20 tracks by type articles about her, and so I downloaded those 20 tracks and suddenly I have found my route in. I'm still not sure where I'll go with which albums to buy. Um, this one is taken from her album Post. Uh, it's a well-known track. It's just, I've just find my route to love it at last. This is called Army of Me. <laughs>
Björk and Army of Me taken from her album Post. Now, years and years and years ago, so we're going back to like the 80s here, I was never massively into U2. And then they brought out The Unforgettable Fire, produced by Brian Eno and Daniel Noir. And I kind of, I could feel my antenna quivering. There was something interesting going on there. And then they brought out The Joshua Tree, which seemed to me kind of a step backwards. It was a very polished production. But over the years, I fell in love with that album. And then, of course, later on, they brought out Achtung, Baby and Zeropa, which I love with a passion and are both 10 out of 10 albums as far as I'm concerned. But The Joshua Tree is a fine, fine album. There's so many things to like about it. It's a band that's really discovered its songwriting, I think. Um, and that's saying something when it comes to U2. I love the fact that it was Steve Lillywhite's um, partner, uh, Kirsty McCall, who came into the studio and they left the sequencing up to her and she just did the whole album in the order of the tracks as she, as she liked them, which I think is just a brilliant way to sequence an album. And actually, when it comes to it, it still seems to finish on a high to me. It certainly doesn't finish with the worst track on the album. Anyway, a couple of years ago, they did a remastering and Brian Eno did a remix of the track One Tree Hill. Where, which is just massively stripped down, totally different dynamic to it. And I only came across it for the first time this week and I absolutely love it. So here it is. You two, as remixed by Branino, the track originally taken from the Joshua Tree. This is One Tree Hill Reprise. You know, one of the things I really admire about Brian Eno is the fact that he is not 
concerned at all with looking clever or fancy. He's happy to do the most stripped down basic thing as long as he thinks it works and his taste in that respect is fairly unerring. That was his remix of One Tree Hill by U2 um, which originally taken from their album The Joshua Tree. But let's move on to a track by The Gift which is their album Alter which I bought a few weeks ago uh, which Brian Eno was involved in doing some of the writing and even appears in places playing keyboards and singing. I still haven't really deeply got into it, but I think it's going to be a very latecomer for my Album of the Year award, perhaps a bit too late in the year to be seriously considered. But this track, taken from Alter, is called Clinic Hope.
The Gift and Clinic Hope taken from their album Alter, which starts off sounding very much like a Haas take on me, which I meant to mention beforehand, so you could enjoy my insights rather than having to try and remember what it sounded like in the first place. A uh, bit cloudy, another band I discovered, or one guy actually, as so many of these outfits are, probably operating out of his bedroom on a laptop, but doing good work all the same. I think I download all his stuff from uh, either Bandcamp or SoundCloud, probably SoundCloud. Um, but I have to say, I like what he does. It's not massively challenging or different, but it has a, just a nice groove to it. And it's just nice kind of, uh, I don't like to use this phrase as a compliment, to be honest, but it is kind of nice, easy listening. This is taken from his recent EP, The Picture Palaces, and this is called Group Captain Cloudy. Thank you. 
bit cloudy and group captain cloudy taken from the recent EP, The Picture Palaces. And I'd recommend anything by him, actually. I don't think he's uh, put a foot wrong so far. Now, this time of year inevitably becomes a time for retrospection. I've really tried to resist that, especially when it comes to picking tracks for the show. But I found myself drawn back to Wire this week. I'm going to see them with the Minx in the new year, which I'm very much looking forward to. But I went back to what for me was a kind of peak period around the ideal copy, uh, Bell as a Cup Until It Is Struck, and particularly their live album, it's beginning to turn back again. Um, but on the single of the track In Vivo, they put a live version of Finest Drops, which is very different from the one on It's Beginning to Turn Back Again. In some ways, it's more, it's not as polished, and actually, I don't think it's actually quite as good, but it's still worth listening to, and just a great song, and what a great live band they are. I can't wait to see them again. Wire and Finest Drops.
Wire and a live version of Finest Drops taken from the B-side of their In Vivo single. Now, one of the quandaries I have when I come to looking at my album of the year is, should it be an album that was released this year? And I think the short answer to that is yes. And yet, I also have this issue that sometimes there's albums I've only discovered for the first time this year. And one of the things I've found from doing this radio show is just the wealth of stuff that has been out there. But artists who've released, you know, four, five, six albums over the last 20 years who've managed to sail along completely below my radar. And one of those is Camille, whose album Le Fee, which came out in 2005, is just an absolute beauty. And I can't believe I never even had a rumour of hearing about her before. Um... It is one of the best discoveries I've made this year, and this track is taken from that. It's called Pale September. Pale septembre, comme il est loin le temps du ciel sans cendre, il serait temps de s'entendre sur le nombre de jours qui jonchent le sol. Octobre, mal si tendre au début de novembre devint sourd aux avances de l'amour. Mais quel mal me prie de m'éprendre de lui. Ça, le décembre, comme il est lourd. Sais-tu que les statues de sel ont cessé de t'attendre? Pas le septembre, entends-tu le glas que je sonne? Je t'aime Je t'aime. 
septembre Comme il est loin le temps du ciel Sans cendre, il serait temps de s'entendre Simply wonderful Parle Septembre taken from Camille's album Le Feast, which I would, as you'll have guessed, totally recommend you. Now, I mentioned just now about trying not to be too backward looking, but this week I had my friend Dean over for the evening and we were just playing a load of music and I put on this track by the Human League, which is a medley of tracks, quite a clumsy medley actually, of tracks by the much shamed Gary Glitter, and rightly so, and also Iggy Pop. And I came across this morning actually, while I was kind of listening to the playlist, getting ready for the show, a performance of the Human League on top of the Pops, which is the only performance they did in their original lineup doing rock and roll and it's great and they're so happy to be there it's wonderful i think this cover version in fact the cover versions of both songs work brilliantly just taking something that was so kind of guitar based and putting it onto electronic format and yet it works so well of course if you saw the joker film recently you'll have heard the original version of gary glitter's uh, rock and roll number two and you know, much as I do despise Gary Glitter and I'm glad the guy's been locked away, uh, it is a sonically amazing piece of music. Um, so I'm glad we've got this replacement, the Human League and their medley of rock and roll and nightclubbing.
Lord, if I had a time machine, the first thing I would do is go back and see the Human League playing sometime around 1980, probably followed by watching Simple Minds playing in 1981. And after that, I would think about doing something more socially responsible. Um, but let's move on to Underworld. And if you listen to the show regularly, and God bless you if you do, you'll know that this year they brought out the box set uh, called Drift, which is of this project they were working on from November last year until the end of October this year of just working on material and releasing it as they went along. And you can buy this seven CD box set, which I'm enjoying enormously. I'm only really onto the third disc, which is where this track is taken from. This is called Seven Drone Music. confront 
Underworld and Seven Drone Music taken from the third CD in the Drift Box set, which is subtitled Heart. So we come on to the final track of the show, my last track I'm playing for you before Christmas, and my favourite ever Christmas song. And I've told this anecdote before, probably every Christmas since I've been doing Electronic Ears, I'm going to tell you again right now, is that a few years ago, my friend Keith and I were out for a drink near Christmas time, and we hatched this plan of writing the perfect Christmas single with sleigh bells and choirs and brass and lots of mentions of Father Christmas, only to subsequently discover that many years ago, Greg Lake got in there way before us. I do think this is the perfect Christmas single. I I never, ever tire of it. Uh, It's called I Believe in Father Christmas. You've almost certainly heard it before. Before I kick it off, I'll just say that I hope you have a really, really wonderful Christmas. I'll be back next Sunday with my retrospective of 2019. But until then, I'll just say thank you very much for listening. I hope you will be back next week. And until then, Merry Christmas. Cheers. Bye.